Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to invite you to a workshop that I am hosting the first week of June. This workshop is going to focus entirely on digital marketing. And the goal of this workshop is to help you bust through the confusion and overwhelm so that you can conquer digital marketing and grow your flower business. I am going to share with you in this workshop my step-by-step framework for leveraging digital marketing as a florist, and you will walk away with a personalized blueprint, clear action plan so that you know exactly where to focus your time, effort, and energy. And we're going to dive into understanding the most efficient and effective advertising platforms for you to market your business, how to leverage social media, and exactly where to prioritize your spending so that you can get your business in front of your dream customers. This workshop is being hosted online. Yes, if you can't join me live, there will be a video replay so that you can play catch up in your own time. I will leave the link to sign up to this workshop in the show notes so that you can grab your spot today. And then you get to join me on Zoom and we get to workshop your digital marketing plan and you get to make the most of the rest of 2024. So I would love to see you there. And I am so incredibly excited to host this workshop, share my process with you and make sure that you are crystal clear on exactly what to do to get found by those dream customers. So visit the link in the show notes, grab your spot today, and I will see you at the workshop. Welcome to the Thrive Podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Drennan. If you're a floral designer on a mission to build a profitable and thriving business, then you're in exactly the right place. I'm on a mission to bust through the secrecy of our industry, make it easier for you to know exactly what to focus on to help you build your business and teach you my favorite mindset hacks so that you can learn to show up with more confidence and authority as you grow your business. I am so grateful to be able to share my journey with you, pass along my best shortcuts, and get you on the path to feeling more confident and making money doing what you love. No matter where in the world you're tuning in from, remember, you've got this. So I just had this idea I am in the midst of revamping, relaunching our online catalog and trying to sort through the 15 different details (laughs) in every decision that we get to make when we're sorting out our online catalog. But I had this moment of aha, this tiny thought, shift of perspective that I wanted to share with you that has been so helpful since I had this aha moment. But I want to share it with you so that you can then take this idea and use it in your own business. But also permission granted to take this idea, adapt it, change it and evolve it through your own business. Because it's been such a fascinating experience to watch my own thinking as I'm going through the next iteration of our online catalog, because it's so easy for us as human beings to walk around believing every thought that we have 
(laughs) every sentence that goes through our own brain. But when you can start to pay attention to the stories that you tell yourself that are serving you, and the stories that you're telling yourself that are truly holding you back, the more you start to pay attention to how many stories and how many inner narratives we all have that really prevent us from taking action, prevent us from showing up, prevent us from just doing the thing, prevent us from really pursuing what it is that we want to pursue and ultimately showing up as the best version of ourselves. There are so many narratives that every one of us has in our own heads from our families, from our social conditioning, from our communities, from our industry, from our education, from growing up. It's just, it's all in our own head. The more awareness you can have in terms of what the stories are that you're telling yourself that aren't helping you, the more you can take back your power and the more you can learn to step up with more confidence and more authority in your life and in your business. And Sometimes, and I notice this for me, my greatest aha moments happen in, like, if I was to measure the time, it's like two seconds. (laughs) But there are these moments that just, I know that this will stick with me because my brain is so different to what it was five years ago, even 10 years ago, because I have shifted my own internal narrative. And I've learned that not every sentence in our own head is the truth. Many of them are not facts. And in actual fact, when you own a business, when you have a dream to run a creative business, it's you versus yourself and you versus those very well-practiced narratives. And I think it can be so incredibly helpful to pay attention in some of the moments that feel incredibly boring, (laughs) mundane, unimportant. Because it could be that it's that little moment of you going through a routine, you doing something that you've done a 100 times, where you start to pay attention to what your brain is offering up the sentences that are going on in your head, and you'll realize like, but wait a minute, that's not true. That's not how I want to show up in this situation. That's not the story that I want to tell myself right now. And it's that moment So what I was doing is I was sorting through our online catalog and I was putting together and doing the math. We all know in floristry how much math we get to do. And I was putting together just an initial very rough recipe for a $200 vase arrangement. And I was going through it line by line and I was thinking, okay, so I know I have my ribbons and then I have the gift card and I've got the card fork and I know I need to count for the container and then there's the stems and I want three of these and four of those and five of those and six of those and I'm going to play around with the numbers until I get to about 200 bucks. And then I was looking back at my line items and going, oh, but wait a minute, like in Kathleen's mechanics, I also want to have, you know, a small section of chicken wire because in this next iteration, I'm going to be using not glass vases, (laughs) because I am tired of glass vases, but I am bending over backwards to find ceramic vases that I actually like that aren't super duper expensive. And because I want to use the mechanics that I want to use, I am going to put chicken wire in my vase arrangement. So I was then looking back at my line items going, oh, I haven't accounted for the chicken wire. I heard inside my own head My own brain offered up to me, oh, Kathleen, that's fine. It doesn't matter. And I paused 
for a second, because I now have hindsight as experience. <laughs> I now have a vast repertoire of mistakes I have made in my own business and an encyclopedia in terms of how to not actually make money in your business. <laughs> and one of them is, hey, pay attention to the little things. Pay attention to the hard goods and the sundries that are going out with every order, because once you start to do the math over even if it's 10 orders a week and 52 weeks of the year, the math adds up so quickly. And I knew in that instant when my brain said to me, oh, Kathleen, that like 80 cents for the chicken wire, that doesn't matter. I knew I got to call myself out on it. And I knew I got to not listen to my brain and say, it does matter. And it matters to me. And I want to run the kind of business where we are paying attention to each of the costs in our business. It's not to say that we're penny pinching. It's to say that we are very, very conscious and aware and making decisions from a very empowered place. That experience then led me to think there is probably a podcast episode in this one experience but even more helpful than that, I wanted to put together this particular podcast episode so that you could come back to it anytime you know that you're not showing up as your best self, anytime you know that you're the one standing in the way of what you want to create in your business, and anytime you know when you're like, there must be a different way that I can look at this because what I'm doing right now isn't working but I'm feeling that tug. I'm feeling that pull of like my future self is telling me I can envision that there's something different for me. How do I start to break some of these habits? Sometimes, and I should actually say most of the time, it doesn't have to be this massive life altering experience that we go through. Like I was sitting at my computer looking at a spreadsheet, which I've done a thousand times before. I have made tens of thousands of recipes. This wasn't anything new. This wasn't like I'm going to use a new piece of software. This wasn't like I'm using a different calculator. This wasn't I'm using a new app. I'm not even dressed in a different outfit. So routine and so predictable and so boring. But because it's so routine, I really got to pay attention to my internal narrative. That level of awareness is how we start to create different results in our business. So I wanted to give you three questions that you can come back to and you can go through your own self-coaching experience so that you can break the habit, bust through the habits and the things that we all do because we really like to downplay some of the very boring, basic things that we do in our businesses. So consider this a little bit of a mindset moment download this episode, save this episode, tag this episode, share this episode with your friends, whatever you need to do to remind yourself that it is here for you to come back and revisit anytime that you need to. We're just going to level set for a hot minute. Because if you're listening to this podcast, that means that you are a floral designer who has a vision of making money in your business. It's an integral part of how you get to show up in your business. And it leads me directly into question number one. Do I have the desire to make money in my flower business? Do you have the desire to make money in your flower business? And this is a very simple yes or no question. You're not going to be given the opportunity. This is like, imagine you just have a drop down on a website and it says yes or no, not yes, but, or no, but. <laughs> Very simple, check the box, yes or no. 
And this is where you get to be really honest with yourself because amazing news. If you said, no, I don't have the desire to make money in my business, but you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> like I think you do have the desire. You just aren't being honest with yourself about having that desire. And that's okay because we grow up in a society, in Western society, as a woman, as a creative, as a floral designer. If you show up on the internet and tell people that it's okay to make money, it's totally okay for you to freak out and be like, oh my gosh, all of the people are going to come and attack me. <laughs> it's totally okay for that to feel like a scary sentence to say out loud. But the minute you can be honest with yourself and say, you know what, I do have the desire, I just haven't acknowledged it. I do have the drive, I do have the ambition, I want to make money in my business. The minute you can say those words to yourself, even more powerful, if you can say them out loud, the minute you will feel a shift in your body and you will feel the chemistry of your brain begin to change. And here is one of the best lessons I've learned in the last 10 years. It's okay to want to make money. It's okay as a woman to want to make money. It's okay as a creative to want to make money. And it's okay as a florist to want to make money. Making money doesn't make you evil or greedy or bad. And in actual fact, it makes you the opposite. Making money makes you more of who you are. And in actual truth of the situation. When you make more money, you can have more impact, more influence, and more opportunity. So your desire to make money in your business actually opens you up to even more possibilities. And it starts with just acknowledging for yourself, do I have the desire to make money in my business? Yes or no? Keep the answer very simple. Question number two, am I showing up as the best version of myself in my business? Again, simple, yes or no. If I'm not showing up as the best version of myself in my business, where do I know that I could be doing something differently? For example, in that minute when I was looking at my spreadsheet and doing the math, there was a part of me, there was a part of me that was like, yeah, it doesn't matter. That little bit of chicken wire doesn't matter. Kathleen, just hurry up and get these recipes done so that you can check this off your to-do list. But I knew that I want to, and I know in my bones that I want to show up as my best employee in my own business. And good employees learn from their own past mistakes. I am holding myself to a standard that I would hold any employee that I have in my own business. So if they were doing a recipe and they told me that one line item didn't matter, I would say, uh, excuse me? <laughs> yes, it does. So I'm holding myself to the same standard that I hold any one of my team members to, any person I would ever have who comes works for me. I am not lowering the standard because I know all the ins and outs and how to make money in my business and how complicated it is and how many details we need to think through. I'm just deciding. It's very simple. I'm going to hold myself to a standard of an employee in my own business. So I am not going to let that 80 cents for that little bit of chicken wire slide. Why? Because 
I also know from my own mistakes that if Kathleen goes, okay, 80 cents times, let's just assume 10 arrangements a week times 52 weeks of the year, that's $416 of cost. Now, in the grand scheme of a business, it is not a lot of money. However, it's not the point. It's the principle. That $416 of costs that I'm not recouping actually equals $1,600 of revenue that I'm not generating in my business, all because of one little piece of chicken wire. $1,600 to me all of a sudden starts to feel very real because I'm thinking, okay, I could actually do a photo shoot. I could do more Google ads. I could hire somebody for an additional week. I could bring on another freelancer. I could do so many things with $1,600 of revenue in my business. I could, as one human being, as an individual in a community that wants to contribute positively to the community, I could just decide to give that $1,600 to someone or something that I feel compelled to give that money to. It's that $1,600 that really starts to solidify my new neural pathway in the fact that, huh, 80 cents might not matter. $416, that kind of captures my attention. $1,600, yes, that absolutely is something I want to get behind. Because my goal in being this version of myself, my vision for myself is to create more impact. So I'm going to call myself out on these small behaviors that I absolutely used to let myself get away with. And I'm going to hold myself to a higher standard so that I can learn how to show up to be my best self and adopt new habits. I am literally on a mission to become my best self and I am using my own flower business <laughs> to make it happen. It's a wild ride and it is phenomenal, but I highly recommend it because as you heard last week and the week before, so much of the work that we get to do in our business is us against ourselves. And this one exercise of looking at this one cost of chicken wire, I'm like, oh my goodness. When you start a flower business, you should be like, it's 99% mindset. <laughs> this is where the real work is. It's incredible. So question number one, you're going to ask yourself is, do I have the desire to make money in my flower business? Yes or no. Question number two, am I showing up as the best version of myself in my business? Yes or no. I'll also put a giant disclaimer in here to say this is not an exercise where you're going to go in and beat yourself up and talk to yourself like an asshole. <laughs> no, you're just going at this with compassion and curiosity. Just finding out and doing a little bit of personal discovery work to be like, hey, I want to find a different way to approach decision making. I want to find a better way to approach running my business. So I'm going to just approach these questions from pure curiosity. Question number one, do you have the desire to make money in your flower business? Yes, no. Are you showing up as the best version of yourself in your business? Yes, no. And then question number three is what is one thing I could do right now that will help me move the needle in my business? And don't be fooled. This isn't, I'm going to sit down and completely revamp my website. This isn't, I'm going to go plan out social media for the next 52 weeks. This isn't, I'm going to go launch a brand new catalog, or I am going to completely overhaul our inquiry process. 
What is one thing that you could do right now that will help you move the needle in your business? If it's been more than seven days since you posted to Instagram, pick up your phone, grab a client testimonial or fancy cute little quote about flowers, jump on Canva, make yourself a cute little Instagram graphic, post on Instagram. One small thing that you can do to just start to build the habit and move the needle in your business. If you know you've been putting off updating the prices on your website or revamping how you set up delivery on your website, go into your website right now, make those changes, make those updates. If you know you have an email in your inbox from a venue manager or a wedding planner or a stylist who reached out to you and you're like, oh yeah, I need to follow up with that person. Maybe it's a photographer, maybe it's a cake maker, maybe it's a stranger who owns an architecture firm. If there's an email in your inbox that you know you need to get back to, just hit pause on this podcast, jump in, pick up your phone, respond to the email right now. Just do one small thing and do it today. It's so easy for us as creatives, us as entrepreneurs, and us as ambitious human beings to really believe that it's going to be the big momentous moments, changes, and investments that we make in ourselves and in our business that are going to forever change the trajectory of our life. But what if it's not? What if today all you have to do is one small thing to move your business forward? What if today all you have to do is acknowledge to yourself that yes, I have the desire to want to make money in my business. Yes, I know I'm not showing up as the best employee. I'm not showing up as my best self in my business. And here's one thing I'm going to do today to help move the needle forward in my business. It's possible. If you asked yourself those questions every day for the next 365 days, you will blow your mind with what you achieve in your business. And remember, you can come back, re-listen to this podcast episode as often as you want, as frequently as you want to refresh yourself, reconnect, build that desire, build that drive, and really be able to show up as the best self in your business and blow your own dang mind with what you achieve. So please, my friends, drive safe, eat your vegetables, drink your water, get some sleep, and I'll talk to you again next week. And go out there and make some money.